0: From the Ohio News Network, this is the ONN Daily Podcast. It is Wednesday, December 28th, 2022. For the Ohio News Network, I'm Kate Burdett. In eastern Ohio, a vigil was held last night for the family of six killed in a house fire early Monday morning in Newcomerstown. ONN's Neil Fisher reports. The four children attended school in Newcomerstown, a close-knit community and school district, where Superintendent Jason Peoples says counselors and support staff will be available January third when students return to school. Anytime you have a tragedy this profound, it's going to send shockwaves through a, through a small community, and obviously it's a, it will have a, a impact on kids uh, just as much as it does adults. Reporting in Tuscarawas County, Neil Fisher. Investigators say alternative heat sources were being used in the home, including a wood burner, kerosene heaters, and electric space heaters, which may have played a role in the fire. Ohio just had its deadliest fire-related Christmas weekend ever. ONN's Laura Caso has more with Anita Metheny from the state fire marshal's office. Five deadly weekend fires claim the lives of 10 people, 10 Ohioans across the state. The assistant chief of the Fire Prevention Bureau spoke about two common problems associated with many of these fires. Mainly, we see uh, quite a few fires that are caused by smoking, smoking on oxygen, uh, and the use of heating devices. The assistant chief suggests reaching out to your local fire department for more information on fire safety tips. I'm Laura Queso. Christmas travelers are still experiencing problems at airports. ONN's Bree Buckley has the story. The travel nightmares continue, for some flying into Cleveland Hopkins. Abby Varela tried to fly Southwest Airlines from Phoenix to spend the holidays with her family in Ashland. She ended up stranded in Chicago. I had to wait two and a half hours to get another flight and then at 1230 in the morning that flight got canceled. They put me on another one, then that flight got canceled. Um, so my dad drove to Chicago five and a half hours to pick me up. Now her her luggage is nowhere to be found, and she says Southwest isn't helping. There's absolutely no communication. In Cleveland, three Buckley. As airlines are still dealing with the impact of last week's winter storm, Southwest continues to be the hardest hit. The carrier CEO, Bob Jordan, issued an apology to stranded passengers, blaming a computer system failure for the chaos. We reached a decision point to significantly reduce our flying to catch up. We're focused on safely getting all of the pieces back into position uh, to end this rolling struggle. The U.S. Department of Transportation announced it will look into the disruption and hold the airline accountable. The Ohio Bureau of Criminal Investigation is investigating a fatal officer-involved shooting in Barberton on Monday morning. More from ONN's Austin Love. Barberton police were called to an attempted robbery where a woman was being followed and threatened by a man near the Barberton YMCA building. Police say when they tried to arrest the man, now identified as 34-year-old Zachary Zorin, he charged at them with a knife. That's when one of the officers shot Zorin in the abdomen. He was later taken to the hospital where he died from his injuries. No officers were injured in the incident. I am Austin Love. Flooded floors in the Wade Park apartments on Cleveland's east side are now frozen after tenants say pipes burst on Friday onN's Kira Cotton reports over the weekend the 60 year old building saw flooded floors turn into ice and sludge. the main lobby, hallways and inside and outside of individual apartments all covered with water. Richard Pinson has lived in the building for five years and took us inside his apartment. He says Cleveland Metropolitan Housing Authority isn't addressing the issues and it's, it's a lot of people up under CMHA's CMHA safety they roof that they they need to be concerned about in times like this The building has also been without heat. Even on Christmas, forcing residents to take dangerous measures to heat their homes. We also reached out to CMHA to see if they had any plans on addressing the residents' issues or answering their concerns, but we have not yet heard back. According to the Cleveland Metropolitan Housing Authority's website, the 16-floor property has 221 total units. Officials are assessing water damage at the Ohio Statehouse. ONN's Dave James has the story. A pipe burst during freezing weather, sending water pouring into the Senate chamber and adjacent lounge for lawmakers and other areas. Retiring state Senator Jay Hottinger tweeted video showing water falling from a ceiling into an overflowing container and pooling across the patterned carpet of the empty Senate floor. Officials say workers were drying things out by yesterday afternoon and starting to evaluate the damage. Dave James on Win News. Health experts are worried about a rise in flu and COVID-19 cases following large holiday gatherings. ONN's Tracy Townsend in Columbus reports with Dr. Anand Swaminathan. COVID-19 and flu cases are rising to record levels nationwide. It's part of the reason doctors say it's never too late to get vaccinated against flu and COVID-19. If you haven't gotten vaccinated, it is still extremely beneficial and extremely protective against the bad outcomes for COVID, for getting hospitalized, for having death. And if you're vaccinated, getting boosted is critically important. Tomorrow, we expect to get the newest COVID-19 data for the state. The Ohio Department of Health reported an increase in cases for the third time in a row last week. Nearly 18,000 cases were reported, and that's up from 16,000 the week before. I'm Tracy Townsend. An update on the measles outbreak in central Ohio, ONN's Gabriella Garcia has more. There are now 82 confirmed cases, and 32 of those people had to be hospitalized. The measles is still mainly impacting children between the ages of 1 and 5. That age group makes up 66% of cases. Now, so far, we know four children had at least one dose of the MMR vaccine, but the vaccination status for four children is unknown. Reporting in Columbus, Gabriella Garcia. Celebrations of Kwanzaa are happening all week around Ohio, and in Toledo, some are celebrating a big anniversary. It's the 50th year of festivities in the Glass City, and people at the Frederick Douglass Center there are celebrating in person for the first time since the pandemic. Toledo resident Don Lynn. You know, this is helping us, teach us the, uh, say, kind of like the culture that we, that was misplaced during the, the crossing of of, uh, for slavery, and we're trying to reestablish who we are and define it for ourselves. Kwanzaa is an annual celebration of African-American culture that lasts seven days. Each of the days is dedicated to an important principle, unity, self-determination, responsibility, cooperation, purpose, creativity, and faith. The Ohio State Buckeyes are in Georgia preparing for their big New Year's Eve game. ONN's Dom Taberi has more with freshman running back Chip Trayanum. Saturday night, the fourth-ranked Buckeyes will take on top-ranked Georgia, the best of the SEC in the college football playoffs. And while bragging rights are on the line... I don't think we're worried about bragging rights. At the end of the day, I think all the bragging rights just go into who holding up the national championship trophy at the end of all of this when it's all said and done, so... I think the main goal is just to get to that final game. In Atlanta, I'm Dom Tiberi. And while the Buckeyes are in Atlanta, they spent some time yesterday keeping it all in perspective away from the field. ONN's Adam King explains. Some Buckeye players and head coach Ryan Day going to the Atlanta Children's Hospital. They played Jenga with some of the kids, signed footballs, even played a little Uno and Papa Shot. So many laughs. Such a great moment. I'm Adam King. Special thanks to our affiliates, WTOL TV in Toledo, WBNS TV in Columbus, and WKYC TV in Cleveland, for their contributions to today's podcast. I'm Kate Burdett on the Ohio News Network. This has been the ONN Daily Podcast, a production of Radio Ohio Incorporated on the Ohio News Network.